Hey, welcome in. Welcome in. It's Kyle. It's your boy, the hat, back again. As always, welcome to the Oh No Disc Golf Podcast. Joined again with my best friend in the entire world, Eric Wolverton. We are here to put on an excellent show for you today. Hopefully put a smile on your face. Eric, what is your random tangent of the day? Go out and practice putt. It's it. It's simple. Force yourself to do it. You'll thank yourself. More importantly, you'll thank me later. Stop putting it off. Stop blaming your low, your high scores on anything else but putting. Kyle, I'm looking at you too. I have been practice putting, actually. Well, good. So I'm there. I'm doing it. Good. Things are happening. I'm getting better. Not lately, but you know. It's a daily process. I get better, I get worse. I get better, I get worse daily. But I do have good days now. That's good. Progress. Do you practice putt, Eric? As much as I can. I have a basket outside, and every time I take the dogs outside, I throw usually 10 to 20 putts. I got 10 like practice putters that just stay at the house, so I usually run through a handful or two of those. I also practice a lot of dumb stuff that I don't need to be doing, but... Gotta have a little bit of fun. True story. We have a wonderful episode for you today. I'm going to talk about the tournament that I actually almost won this time. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Delaware Disc Golf Challenge. It was the last stop on the national tour. And for our top five today, we're going to do our top five favorite distance drivers. If you know any companies that would like to sponsor a small podcast talking about disc golf, hit us up in the DMs on Instagram. We just got dropped by Anchor, and we want our pennies back. If you can't get enough of us here, check us out on all the social medias. You know where they are. We are affiliated with StarFrameDiscs.com. That's StarFrameDiscs.com. We have a code over there, oh no, to get 5% off. That's anything over there. That's code O no O H N O to get five percent off. So this past weekend was the Cat City Classic, which is kind of my home course and a course that Kyle kind of quote unquote grew up on. If that makes sense. Cat City. Yep. And so this is the last year was my first tournament was there, and. I had no idea what to expect, and I played absolutely horribly. And fast forward to a year later, and I managed to take third. So I really almost did win a tournament. Still didn't shoot absolutely amazing. I definitely made a lot of mistakes in the second round. But I held on. What place were you in going into the second round? Fourth. So you moved up. Yeah, but not because I shot well, because the guy in front of me, unfortunately, played pretty bad. He was a really nice guy, and I wish him all the best of luck. Unfortunately for him. Yes, unfortunately for him. Oh, it's just, I don't like watching that. I would have preferred to, you know, me win because I shot good, not me took his place because he shot bad. Like, that's, that's never a fun way. But he was a really nice guy. If he is listening... I wish you all the best of luck in Texas. But it finished in a tie for third with another guy who comes to leagues weekly. So we had to play off because that was like the last prize position. 
So that was pretty exciting. We had a small group following us, so it was like the closest to feeling like I was playing on a big stage. It's like 10 hey. people, but but it was still just kind that's, of fun. That's pressure. Yeah. And I find well, out... Shit, like, yeah. You're not used to 10 people watching you. No, nah, it didn't bother me. I'm pretty... I can... I can... That's what I'm I was pretty actually, acclimated to it now, too. You know, that and I, I do best when I just kind of shut everything out. Like, it's it's hard to do it with, like, a card of four to just kind of, like, shut out completely and just kind of, like, focus on my game because I don't want to come across as a dick. But when there's all those people around, it's kind of, like, what you have to do. Yeah, so I, I do best when I just kind of, like, get quiet and I just focus on each hole as they come. Whereas if I get, like, messing around and chatting, I usually make mistakes. I kind of have that, you know, ADHD. So I kind of go back and forth between, like, really focused tournament mindset, and then I have to joke around a little bit and have fun. No. I mean, I just, I try to have fun because that's what I'm there for. And, yeah, like I said, I don't want to come across as a dick. Like, oh, he just, you know, he doesn't even say a word. He doesn't, you know, like, I always try cheering for people. But sometimes when I'm just playing, like, where I am focused, I don't even, like, think to cheer. I'm like like Chris Dickerson, honestly. It's just like, I th- if I would have thrown an ace, I'd have been like, all right, let's go. On to the next hole. Is like how is what I, when I play at my best, that's how I am, I think. Tell the people what you won at the tournament. I won a brand new MVP black hole transit basket. That wasn't from third place prize. That was actually from a long putt prize. Um, I made about a 35 to 40 footer for the for the putt. And then I won a little saddle, like a messenger bag type bag for disc golf. And two, no, just one CTP prize, which was a sweet died firebird it's all up on instagram and facebook i don't know if it made it to anything else if you want to see the sweet died discs shout out to die fly discs on instagram he does some pretty sweet work and he's local so yeah but it was a really great time even not even if i didn't win it was a really would have been a really great time everyone there was super just kind of nice and excited to do it we had I think four bags that were won, and I want to say three of the bags were given away to like people who, other people who needed it more than the guy who won it. So it's just nice to see that's the kind of community, disc golf community that I'm a part of. I dig it. Yeah. We also got some bad news that led into more good news, but they have to uh, remove the hole one. They have to remove hole one out of the Cass City course which is one of my favorites, probably my favorite, because I'm like dialed in right now on that hole where I'm always in like a less than a 10 foot circle around the basket where it lands. So I'm like that close to acing it. And if they remove it before I ace it, it's it's going to be a sad day. But with the bad news, we got the good news that we are allowed to kind of completely redesign the course and hopefully make it into it'll I, me and Kyle have argued about this before but it'll I don't think it'll ever be a pro level course but we'll be moving in the right direction I think that you can start thinking about bigger opportunities like that and then maybe not on that property you know what i mean mm-hmm. but I, I would like you to be able to you know walk that woods and think about it in that way 
It's just a long distance to think about. Is all I'm. A long distance to think about. What do you mean? Like uh, uh, the the distance of the holes are just oh. really long. Yeah, yeah. I, that's all I all I hope to. I hope to just push some holes longer. There's a couple holes that I think would be really cool. There's a couple holes that I would like to make work, but I'm afraid they might be dangerous to try to build a par four with, with like kind of throwing around, throwing blind, you know? As much as I love the Cassidy Disc Golf community, a lot of the people are still learning and don't know full etiquette to go and like check that corner or have a spotter around that corner to make sure... There's nobody coming coming up that way because we share the course with a walking path. So safety first, kids. Instead of having all the fairways down the paths, maybe use the woods a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, we're going to do our best, but we're not allowed to. There's only a certain number of trees we're allowed to cut down, not even based on what the city says, based on like the conservation officers or whatever. Did I say conversation? That's fine. I think there's enough space there. I'm just, that's what was part of the problem last year was uh, cutting down trees. So, but I'm excited for the opportunity to do whatever I can to make it a little bit better of a course while still trying to keep it beginner friendly. I'm super excited for you, bud. Yeah. So if you guys are ever ever up in the thumb area of Michigan, Hit us up on Instagram, and I'd love to show you around. Definitely not going to have a 132-foot hyzer hole anymore. Oh, the number six? 18. Oh, yeah, nope. 18's getting cut no matter what. <laughs> yeah, fuck that hole. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah, 18's getting cut no matter what. Check out on the Instagram, because I'll hopefully be documenting what we're doing there as much as I can. So, skipping over from what's going on in Michigan, we're going to travel down to Delaware. Oh, look. Good day, mate. We're in Delaware. We're in Delaware, mate. <laughs> Why are we Australian now? Is that not where Delaware is? Nope. I don't think so. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. There's a lot of Australians in Delaware. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> well, if Kyle Highest said it. outback population in the world. If Kyle said it, it must be true. Delaware. Even more than Australia? That's a fact. In Australia? There's more Australians in Delaware than there is in Australia? I don't know about that. <laughs> well, you said the highest Outback population. Right, like Outback Steakhouse. Oh, okay. All right. Well, well then. Can't argue with those numbers. That logic? Okay, bye. Go ahead. (laughs) The Delaware Disc Golf Challenge happened this weekend. It is the last stop on the national tour, which unfortunately unfortunately means that the disc golf season is coming close to an end. We still have a lot of fun places to play, so I'm not super sad about it, but a little bit. A little bit sad. I didn't get to watch everything watched a few rounds on Jomez and a few rounds on Gatekeeper. And I watched even less. So we don't have a whole lot to say about it. There is a total of six recorded cards across MPO and FPO. Three for MPO, three for FPO, which is really cool to see. Uh, Jomez, Gatekeeper, and GK Pro did MPO and then totally had it and then I blanked. Ace Run and B-Dub Pro did the 
two of the cards for FPO. So go check it out. Check it all out because there was I've been too busy. And it's a sweet course. It is a really sweet course. It did look like a sweet course. It looked like a big kid version of Cass City. Yeah, all lots lots of woods, um, but like hittable lines, so it was really cool. One of the coolest things that's happened over the weekend there, Austin Hanna with his massive forehand ace. Basket is blind, uphill, and he just threw it in like it was nothing. It was pretty sick. And it was like, it was so blind and so far away that they didn't know until the catch cam called it. And then catch cam relayed over a walkie talkie to the camera at the tee pad and told them it. And that's when they started to celebrate, which is, which is insane to me. (laughs) And it was so nasty. It was, it had to have been probably the best ace this year. If not, probably top, at least top three overall. Of ones that I've seen on camera for me. True story. In MPO, it was pretty exciting. Austin Hannum and Ricky Wysocki tied for second at 20 under. And then Connor O'Reilly with his first National Tour Elite Series win at negative 22. He had an absolutely dominating round, second round. Seven some tree love, all kinds of good stuff. If you want to get more familiar with Connor, he guest stars on a lot of Ezra Aderhold videos, so you can check him out there. I'm pretty sure he has his own YouTube channel too now, but definitely kind of one of those up-and-coming stars that I think he'll he'll start to make a name for himself. FPO, it was a tight race right up until the last round. It was like one, two-strokes swings the through round one and round two coming in third was holly finley at two under and sarah hokum came in second at four under and then katrina allen shooting in 11 down the last day with a 14 under i don't know what it was about the final day but katrina allen was just like nope just gonna put everyone out of their misery and just take this home and not give anybody a chance that's sprinting away with it it's bizarre it's like i don't even know how you how one does some such a thing she just hit hit all hit everything had just quite a day hit just had a day everything we hit those next week is the mvp open and i'm gonna watch every bit of it i can and i am so excited because i think that's my my favorite tournament throughout the year is MVP Open. I love it too. So really excited. And we'll pick up on our grip six and our fire rounds at MVP Open because one, I'm an idiot, and two, Kyle's an idiot, and we both forgot. The whole weekend. <laughs> yep. I even said it one day that we forgot. And, and we... I looked at it and I was like, oh yeah, we did forget. We... And then I was like, we should pick. And then I never did. <laughs> yep. So... Yeah. True story. Now, at Real this story. point, I don't think I'm going to win, but I can still try to get as many points as I can. Never give up hope. Three, two, one. Top. Top. Five. five. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think we actually did it. <laughs> now you're going to have to cut it up so we didn't do it.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, if we do it <laughs> just naturally for the first time ever, yeah. 32 episodes in, because I've never changed it to where it, like, I made a lineup or anything. Uh, yeah. Have the audience knows. Epic. They know. They know. Be epic. <laughs> no, like, that time I heard it and it sounded on. I don't know. All we'll right. we'll anyway. find out. <laughs> Tune in next week to find out. For this top five, we did our top five favorite distance drivers. This isn't probably, mm, this isn't. Not a definitive list. Yes. It's more of like a right now list. Mm -hmm. Because we're still not fully comfortable. I'm still not fully comfortable throwing distance drivers off the tee all the time. I just got two of these discs like two weeks ago. So, yeah. They're, they're still fresh. But these are definitely, there's a couple in here that I would definitely recommend trying out. And there's one on this list that is like my favorite. So that's number one. Starting off, number five is the Nuke. Because, you know, something, something feet. I'm reaching for the ESP Nuke, baby. Agreed. We are big Ezra fans, so we bought the Tour Series Nukes when they came out. I got an ESP nuke as a player's pack, and the ESP ones, absolutely bomb. But you have to throw them right. It is it is the one distance driver that I have on this list that it fairy, it'll fade quick if you, if you don't give it the mustard. The nuke is also my number five. I also have a Tour Series Ezra Aderhold nuke, and I have a nuke SS in big... Z, I think. Yeah. Or just Z. Oh, yeah. I don't know. One of those. (laughs) But fantastic discs. But only number five for the. Yep. Worth checking out, though. The very least. Both both are kind of like utility discs for me. Yeah. Rather than I throw them all the time. Mm -hmm. Sounds about right. My number four is the Cedar by AGL. I don't bag this all the time. It is a glow disc, so it's in like my glow bag if I ever like am out towards the end of the day. But it is a very it's almost like a cheap version of a Wraith, but it's a pretty cool disc. I'd like to bring attention to like those discs that most people don't think about, but it feels nice in the hand, the plastic feels nice. Um my biggest discrepancy with the one I have is that it's like camouflage green, so it's easy to lose. But it's a nice disc. Definitely check out the Cedar or any of AGL's discs. Love it. My number four, I went with a G-Star Wraith. And I also went with, because I'm a cheater, is a DDX. They're basically the same disc to me. My DDX is kind of like a turnover and hold it machine, which is the same thing as my G-Star Wraith. But I love them, and uh, they go very far. 
So my G-Star Wraith is only 169, whereas the DDX is 175, so it's full weight. And I can get a little bit more turn out of the G-Star. And they both have a spot for me right now. But they share a spot at the same time. They are a very similar disc. I find myself reaching for the Wraith more often than the DDX, really. But only number four worthy. My number three is The Enigma by Discmania. I think this was Discmania's like attempt to replace the DD3 in the Evolution line. Um, it's got the same numbers, but it is quite a lot more understable than the DD3s are. It is a really good disc if you are just starting to pick up distance drivers. They... All the plastics they make them in, all, like, if you can throw, you know, like, your seven, eight, nine speeds, you know, decently far, if you pick up one of the Enigmas, you'll be able to Heiser flip that baby and get get a lot out of it. And I think you'll quickly grow out of the Enigma is why it made number three. My number three. G-Star turn. Doesn't have to be G-Star. This the mold turn is a wonderful mold. Pretty quick, but wonderful, controllable turn in the turn. Did you say turd? Is a, is a turn. Turn's a turd? Turn's a turd. Heard it here fo- first, folks. But need to get the other ones from Eric to really figure out what I have going this one is the one that I have now. I have an orange one that is a little bit more stable than the other one that I had. So need to figure that life out. Figure it out. Not quite as much of a hyzer flip machine, more of a throw it flat machine, which I really want it to be a hyzer flip. Yeah, hyzer flip is the way to go. My number two is the Wraith. I have a Star Wraith and a Garrett Girthy Halo Wraith, the Garrett Girthy. I said Wraith Gang. Oh. He always wants to build a gang. The Halo Wraiths are extremely beefy compared to regular runs of Wraiths. But my Wraith is probably my most dependable straight-to-left fade distance driver I bag right now. I don't know if it gets me my most distance, but it gets me my most consistent distance. Usually, when I throw it, it... I know exactly where it's going, and yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to know that. Yeah, I love Wraiths too, so I agree with you. My number two, I cheated again and went with an instinct. Boo. Boo. Because I feel like they go just as far as any distance driver. They're fantastic discs. Go get one today. That's all I need to say. Yep, Kyle has... Making people buy Emac Truths and Instincts. Just because I talk about them so much. He's a he's a pusher. No, just I talk about things too often. My number one, and what I believe to be the best distance driver ever created, is the Discmania DDX. I have a very large collection of them. I love them. I bag two swirly S-line DDXs. 
one that's slightly lighter weight and one that is max weight. I think it's like 171 is the slightly lighter weight. And they are my straight to right finishing distance drivers. I don't get to throw them a lot because Cassidy doesn't have any long holes, but it's always nice to take them out for field practice. Field work. Field work. That's what they call it. That's what them kids are calling nowadays. But, yeah. Hey, what are the kids calling field work these days? Not field practice. Field hokey pokey? Yep, that one. But I really like how flat and like almost thin it is. They don't handle a headwind as much as a wraith does, though. That's why the wraiths are in the bag, too. So when do you use a DDX versus a wraith? When I want it to finish straight or finish right. That's what I use my wraith for. Nope. It's not what I use my wraith for. I use my wraith for okay. straights and left finishes. Like uh, okay, my number, my number one. I went with an astronaut by Dismania. Yeah, discs picked it up for three dollars and twenty five cents. Had some coupons. Fantastic disc. Heiser flip machine as it's been beating in because active line beats in pretty fantastically, just like the instinct. The Neo does. Beats in fantastically. Uh, just uh, the the amount of turn I'm getting out of it at such a late stage makes me feel like Paul Macbeth. It's just a great disc. Go get one. Is it premium? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I was going to say, if it's not, that's crazy. I didn't even know they made them in non-premium. It's like clear, yeah. like almost like it looks like a glass top almost. Yeah, it looks yeah. like like Luciter's champion, you know? Mm-hmm. Neo. But yeah, go. it's great. I've never thrown an astronaut, but I have heard pretty amazing things about just easy distance. Kind of, again, it goes one of, so far. One of those discs that if you're comfortable with your seven, eight, nine speed discs and you've been wanting to try a faster disc, check out an astronaut first and something you might grow out of quick but for sure like especially at sea level i'm sure it would be like a turn and burn machine but here in colorado that thing goes so far but they are they did make all of like the active line to be fairly cheap so it's an easy disc to replace if you lose it easy disc to replace if it does become too understable or just you don't mind not bagging it anymore a fresh one is a really awesome, like, controllable hyzer flip. So, yeah, it's it's awesome. Great disc. Yeah. Well, that was our top five favorite distance drivers. And that was episode 32. Yay. Yay. Good job, Eric. Good job, Kyle. You know where to find everything. We're oh no everywhere. Not doing a recap. Uh, we did things today. <laughs> You just listen to it. You know what we just did. <laughs> and that's episode 32. Thanks for joining us, guys. Catch us every single Wednesday for a brand new episode. Yep. And if you want to chat with us, hit us up on Instagram. That's where we usually hang out. Oh, no, disc golf. And have a good week. We'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs>